<laughs> Greetings, citizens. You're now trapped in a nerd cage with your hosts, Mark and Jay. We hope you have a smashing good time. <laughs> yes, hello and welcome. That's right, you're trapped in Nerd Cage Live. This ain't just a reaction show, but a debate show and a live discussion on everything that makes people like you and I tick. So thank you for joining us tonight. I am your co-host, Jay Saint G, coming to you live from Syracuse, New York, and always with me, my man, The Fiend, from Louisville, Mark Withers. What's shaking, man? Hey, what's going on, man? Super excited to be here, as usual. Uh, last week, I know we hit you guys with a very long uh, X-Men episode, but this time we're going to kind of uh, shift gears and try something brand new. We're going to do something that we like to call a rapid-fire episode. And what we mean by that is that we're going to take a number of topics since uh, we had such a very packed uh you know super uh, important news week with a lot of different topics we're going to try and hit as many of those topics as possible inside of 30 minutes we don't know if we can do it we're going to try <laughs> <laughs> yeah but before we get started um i kind of wanted to uh touch base uh with the people who didn't who didn't watch our our live show uh this past week we had a very special announcement. Jay, you want to let him know what it was? Yes. So yours truly, Johnny Cage himself, the original Johnny Cage, Scorpion and Sub-Zero, Master Daniel Pacina is coming live on this show Thursday, August 20th at 8 p.m. We encourage you to be there. Golden opportunity to ask Master Pacina live questions going to be a live discussion you can ask ask them questions about mortal Kombat, martial arts whatever this should be a blast we are so looking forward to having them on the show yeah it's going to be a good time so definitely tune in and with that down um let's go ahead and start with our very first topic um you and i a few weeks ago jay we talked about bill and ted face the music and yep. the trailer that they dropped and how we were both excited about it well, we just got word that uh, that film is actually going to be going straight to VOD. It's going to be going to streaming, I believe. And movies. It's going to be it's going to do right. It's going like, to be a, like a PVOD. Yeah. So it's going to be a simultaneous theatrical release, but it's also going to be available uh, for streaming uh, on demand. And I believe the date is what is it? September twenty first. Do I have that right? Uh, I have some, I thought it was September 1st. September 1st, right. Tuesday, so, September 1st. Right, right. Same so, week as the boys. Right, right. Now, now I be feel- a great week. Now, normally, I, you know, you know how I feel normally about how uh, I think it's dangerous to do like, like new movies going straight to video and how that could potentially lose a lot of money. But in this case, I think it's smart because it's only, you know, they only spent about 10 million to make this. And it's a similar kind of budget range to the Invisible Woman. Mm -hmm. so I think yeah, this exactly. A good situation for them where yes. they could actually uh, make a whole lot of money here. So, what do you think about that? I'm 100% on board. I think this will. I think this is. Not, it's not a huge budget movie, so I figured there should be some kind of return if it goes to VOD. I think a lot of people are excited for it, and uh, I, this is this is a great decision. Right, right. You know, uh, that's um, that's one thing that I think we agree on. Okay, and the I'll trailer was great. Did you see the new trailer? I have not seen the new trailer yet. Okay, so long story short, uh, before we go on to the next topic, so this new trailer, 
Bill and Ted go to the future. Their daughters go to the past. So this looks okay. like this, this is going to be an absolute blast. You know, I, I, I cannot wait. Uh, it's just all the tropes are there. I'm very much looking forward to it. So, uh, all right, let's move on to our next topic. The next one. <laughs> Rapid fire. Let's yes. So as it's been hitting the rounds of the internet real quick here, and I got my King Kong shirt on today, uh, the first official image, not exactly an image of the movie, but it's promotional material. There is an, a leaked image out there of Godzilla versus Kong from all the toys. Um, the toys, so here's what happened. I was just telling Mark before we went on air that the, um, the movie got postponed to May of 2021, but all the merchandise, not all of it got postponed. So there's a handful of merchandise, the NECA toys to be exact, are out there now. Walmart is selling the toys, and with the toys on the back of the box has an image of Godzilla and Kong um, on a aircraft carrier. And um, it's a pretty cool image, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> pretty interesting spoiler too kind of lets you know like gives you some indication of what's probably going to be happening in the film so yeah but the thing is this is our first here's the big thing about it. this is our first look at kong because right. in skull island he's only 100 feet tall godzilla's 400 feet tall so kong grew he juiced up roids in them bananas man Godzilla's <laughs> <laughs> drunk. we don't know <laughs> So and that's maybe why the movie was postponed. Maybe Kong's just working out and he needs to, you know, size up to Godzilla. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. <laughs> he got a good look at him. He's like, wait, 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 hold on. We need, we need more time. Yeah, but I'm not going to lie to you. I think both monsters look pretty damn badass. I mean, then again, it's just a promotional image, not actual footage. So we'll have to right. wait and see how that goes. But um, it's cool that it's out there and it's making the rounds around the internet. And I think most fans are pretty pleased. I think they're pleased. Not, I'm personally pretty hyped so uh all right next topic man so yeah so so this past week uh you know uh san diego comic-con at home uh commenced for people who don't know because of the uh pandemic the official comic-con got canceled and instead they've sort of uh put this thing together where you can kind of uh check out you know these different uh comic book panels at home yeah. so New Mutants actually had a panel, I believe it was three days ago, where they dropped a brand new trailer and they gave us some information about- And the opening scene, the opening credit scene. Yeah, I think it was like, yeah, like it was the first few minutes of the the film. And so uh, while I didn't sit in on that panel, I did see the trailer and it is phenomenal. Like it, it, it makes me even more, I was already excited for it, but it made it even that much more exciting particularly with the character of magic which mm-hmm. we really haven't seen you know her use her powers in any of these um you know any of these previous trailers we really get a good look at what she can do um so i for one can't wait for this and it, and what and another thing about it is that while all of the there's been all this speculation about it possibly uh getting delayed again or going straight to vod it They've kind of given us this indication that they're going to try and keep their August 28th date. Yep. So what do you think about that? Um, well, here's the thing, man. With Bill and Ted doing both, it makes you wonder if New Mutants will follow. I mean, I, I know they want to keep that August date, um, but if you really, really think about it, I mean, I don't think theaters are going to be ready. I think they might pull a Bill and Ted and just do both. I think, this is, I think Disney Plus really, really wants to do this. 
Well, if if it does go to streaming, I don't think it's going to go to Disney Plus. I think that there are contractual obligations, specifically with HBO, that would keep yeah. them from doing that. So you never know, um, though. Yeah, I mean, it's not impossible, right? So they they could Disney could conceivably buy out the HBO contract and then allow them to stream it on Disney Plus. I don't know that that would then make it worth it for them, you know, in terms of of the revenue that they that would be lost as opposed to simply waiting it out or maybe putting it um, to sort of a PVOD platform where maybe yeah. you pay 20 or 30 bucks to watch it like on Amazon or something like that. But there are some hurdles that, you know, that that probably need to be considered if they're going to do that. But I think if they were going to do something like that, they would have announced it at that panel. So, yeah. you know, I still think that they're probably trying to to hold on kind of for dear life and, you yeah. know, hope that there's sort of a light at the end of the, this August tunnel. But we'll see. We'll, yeah. we'll see. I, I'm, I'm here for it either way. Yes. Now, keep it in the um, streaming apps here. It looks like uh, DC app, DC Universe app, which I'm a huge fan of. Stop their uh, annual um, annual purchases. Right. Yeah. So that's another interesting thing. You know, like uh, I think we all kind of you know see where this is. Yeah, we've seen the you know we've seen the progression, and we, we kind of get the idea of what's yeah. about to happen. I think that this is a significant sign that they're going to be folding DC Universe into HBO Max. Yeah, and you know what? I wouldn't call it a failure. This is not a failure from DC by any stretch because they've pumped out some great materials. We got three really good shows out of it. Harley Quinn, Titans, and uh, Doom Patrol. You know what? It looks like they're all going to go to HBO Max. You know what? That's the legacy. The legacy of the DC app may have been short-lived. But you know what? It pumped out some great material. So I, I, I wouldn't call it a failure. I wouldn't either. And the idea of kind of mixing, um, you know, like uh, traditional video content with, you know, it, like an online comic book platform, mm -hmm. you know, that that hadn't yet been done. Yeah. And, it, and if HBO Max is smart, they'll keep the comic portion of it. And they'll just simply roll that app into you know, that full app into the HBO Max app. The only concern that I have about it is that HBO Max is still not available on Roku and Amazon. So, yeah. we're, so I'm kind of hoping- Another story that, for another day. <laughs> right. So I'm kind of hoping that DC Universe sticks around at least until they work that part out. Otherwise, you know, you're gonna lose a lot of, a lot of the subscribers that you already have. Yes, and keep it in the same realm of DC. We had a whole bunch of updates the other day of the Snyder Cut. Yes. And it's very exciting. Um, so I actually took a few notes here. So Black Suit Superman was revealed yesterday at the Justice Con. Um, right. So I don't know if you remember in the original trailer, and it ended up being deleted, The where um, you see Alfred, and he says, we hope you're not too late. That was the scene that Zack Snyder revealed. Right. And it was it was like a 10 second clip. It was it was um oh my gosh I can't I'm I'm drawing a blank on Alfred there. What's uh, Jeremy Irons? Jeremy, so Jeremy Irons. Irons was yeah. working in the Wayne garage, and then then comes descending down Superman in the black suit and it looks awesome. Black suit, silver crest, silver cape, and I'm lit. I'm excited and I loved it. And then he's like, "You must be Alfred." And then it was it was great. It broke yeah. the internet and I'm, I was I was thrilled to see it. So some notes from Zack Snyder. I, I watched the panel. 
Um, he said he had he did, had nothing to do with Josh Whedon. He not picked. He said the moment he dropped out of Justice League, he was completely out of the picture, and he went to go with his family. Um, DC Fandom, which is coming up next month, is when they're going to reveal whether Snyder Cut's going to be a full movie or a series. They're kind of hinting it's going to be a series, and then the other there's gonna there's gonna be more footage in a trailer at the DC Fandom, um, and that's all I got. Yeah, I, I didn't get a chance to see the panel, but I watched a portion of the Grace Randolph interview, and and uh, mm-hmm. I looked at some of the you know I looked at that clip a couple of times to just to see what Easter eggs might be there, um, but um, I I was excited as you uh, as as excited as you were to kind of see the black suit and yeah. to to kind of you know because not only does it visually look awesome but it kind of gives us that indication that like okay we're going to get the movie that we expected the first and cable's gonna have a much larger role in this version right 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 i like um you know i was reading an article about um you know some of the questions that were being asked and i guess someone had asked him like well how did you know do you feel like you've had to compromise this time around versus the 2017 version and his response to that was literally like no compromises that was like his response so that gives that gives us a pretty good indication of like okay whatever this version turns out to be this is a hundred percent his vision so for better or worse you know, there's, yep. there's not going to be any more of this. Well, the studio got involved and they said this yep. and they, they had they made me do that. This is Zack Snyder's version. Now, I really, really hope that it's as awesome as we kind of s- suspect that it's going to be. Absolutely. Um, you know, so we'll see. We're going we're gonna to know more next month. Right. All right. So moving on now, we got uh, one of the pleasant surprises uh, coming out last year on Hulu was the Wu-Tang American Saga. I yes, loved it. I loved everything awesome. about it. It blew my mind. I listen, I was expecting it to be bad. I'm not going to lie to you. I, a Hulu original, you know, I, a bunch of unknowns. It's just as much as I love Wu-Tang Clan, I didn't, I, didn't, I kind of had like, you know, study the low expectations, but yeah. man, this show far exceeded and I'm, I'm really looking forward to season two and uh, RZA just came out and said that you God um, is going to play a big role going into season two and I cannot wait. Yeah, I'm excited for it too. You know, like I, I halfway, ex, I halfway expected to see you got in the, in the season, yeah. one, you know, in season one. But I understand they're telling a, a very detailed story in chronological yep. order, and he wasn't a part of the a part of the group yet. Yeah, um, I'm really interested to see who they're going to cast because. Oh yeah. Everybody in season one seemed to be perfectly cast. You know, the guy, especially old dirty bastard. Yeah, I mean, my goodness. Was, yeah, they really did I a great job. I couldn't believe how they that they, they nailed that. Yeah, they really did, and also with Dave East playing Method Man. I, mm-hmm. I mean, I think he's been doing an amazing job. Oh yeah, you know, in that show, you know, can't wait to see more of them. Can't wait to see, you know, the saga like from where it actually left off. You know, oh, I know, it ended on a cliffhanger. It ended on a an amazing cliffhanger, and oh. you know, I'm I'm here for this one. I, I'm oh, really absolutely. excited about it. Okay, and uh, moving on, we had a bunch of uh, delays. So, Mark, I'll let you take this one. Right. So, we have a ton of delays, which I don't think it. Uh, it I don't think that surprises anyone. So, yeah. Mulan got pushed back. A Quiet Place Two, which should already be in theaters, that got delayed again. Uh, again, <laughs> Top Gun. Um, all that of that makes MCU, sense. though. Top Gun belong is a summer movie. Sure, sure. You know, and 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 all of the uh, MCU uh, stuff 
you know, Falcon and Winter Soldier, WandaVision, um, those shows, you know, I think we, we kind of expected mm-hmm. that they would be pushed back. I'm kind of bummed out, particularly about the Falcon and Winter Soldier um, series, because that is the main reason why I signed up for Disney Plus. In that's the what I, was saying. I think among all the <laughs> MCU shows, that's the most interesting one. I'm, I'm sorry, yeah. I can't get into WandaVision, uh, but Falcon Winter Soldier at least brings the, the series, the, the MCU forward. So yeah, I'd right. be, I'd be Well, I think WandaVision will too, because I think WandaVision will too, because that is supposed to lead directly into the second Doctor Strange movie. Yeah. Um, so so I'm, I'm not as excited to see that one, but I'm definitely excited to see Falcon and Winter Soldier. And they're only nine days out from completing uh, filming. So, yeah. you know, it's it's kind of like one of those things like, man, you're so close. Like yeah. figure out a way to make it work. But I understand. And, uh, you know, at this point, I, I kind of feel like 2020 might be done in terms of major movies. Yeah. Trying to get films out. I, th- I think it's a wash at this point oh, yeah. because things are just going to keep getting pushed back. You might as well set release dates for 2021 for everything. Absolutely. Uh, next. Uh, so we also got a, a quick teaser of a new TV show, Chucky. Yep. <laughs> okay, so my thoughts real quick. Um, I'm in the minorities here. I actually liked the um, the the uh, Mark Hamill Chucky. Right. Personally, I know mm-hmm. a lot of people hated it, but the way I looked at it, it was a completely different take on the character. Right. And it was different. I feel like it was miles better than the majority of the sequels. It's not gonna be ever better than the first one, though. Okay. This new series is is takes place post um, Curse of Chucky or whatever. It's still Brad Dourif. It's his version of Chucky. It's the original timeline. Now, here's the interesting thing, though. Uh, I'm, as, as I wasn't asking for a Chucky show, but looking back at other horror TV shows, Hannibal was most okay. excellent, and so was Bates Motel. Bates Motel um, was amazing. I'm hoping that Chucky can keep the horror TV series thing going and give us a solid series whenever that decides to come out. I'll be honest with you. I, I have zero interest in this show. I, I'm not a I'm not a child's play fan. I watched the first one. I didn't really care for it. You know, yeah. I, I I I think the idea of you know like a like a possessed doll has been done. Uh, that trope has been done much better in other franchises. Annabelle's yeah. a good example, but um, I just kind of I I just kind of find the concept kind of silly. And maybe that's maybe that's what works for it, but I, yeah. I I I just don't really have a whole lot of interest in it. Well, the thing is, it's just that I think a lot of people hated the Mark Hamill version, and I think the the diehard Chucky fans who love Brad Dourif mm-hmm. um, are excited to have Brad Dourif back in the role. I think right. that's really what it comes down to. But again, I wasn't asking for a Chucky series, but like I said, we I, I had no expe- ex- expectations for Bates Motel or Hannibal for that matter, and they both turned out to be really good. So Bates Motel, Bates Motel was an amazing surprise. Like I really thought yeah. that was gonna be garbage, and I watched like the first two seasons and loved it. it was just yeah, amazing. I, I stayed for the whole ride. Yeah, Vera, Vera <laughs> I, Farmiga was whatever, was but the the characters and the story were great. Right. All right, so next, uh, going back to movie delays, apparently the Mortal Kombat movie reboot is sticking to January 15th for now. This may be the movie, no longer Tenet, because Tenet's been delayed indefinitely. Mortal Kombat could very well be the movie that saves the movie theaters. 
Yeah, quite possibly. Yeah, like if they're if if they're sticking to their to their date, which makes a lot of sense because I think it's far enough out to where yes. we have a we have a legitimate chance of yeah. theaters opening before then. And there's and no other releases coming in January. Right. It, exactly. It's not going to be bogged down by a very busy film schedule where it could get overshadowed. It's kind of got that date you know, that week all to itself, possibly that month all to itself. We yeah. really don't know, you know? Um, so, so yeah, I mean, it really could be, I mean, we don't know if, cause Dune still kept its date though. Right. In yeah. Dune, Dune still in December. Yeah. Dune has right. Top yeah, Gun, so that's the thing. Top Gun moved. Dune stayed. Right. Right. So obviously, you know, they're, they're a little more confident that we're going to have theaters open around that time. So mm-hmm. I think that those those particular dates in December and January are far enough away to where we have a we have a really good chance of kind of yeah. like getting people back in theaters at that time. And we did get a little bit of tidbit of the uh, although there hasn't been a trailer yet. Um, the movie's been done filming for over a year now, and they're working on special effects. So they did an interview with Louis Tan, who's one of the lead actors, and the rumor has it he's going to be Johnny Cage. Has not been confirmed, but okay. the rumor, all the signs point to him being Johnny Cage. And he just came out and said a couple days ago, saying, "Oh my God, the fatalities—they don't hold back, and it's gross, and it made me sick to my stomach. You guys are in for a shock." And I'm just like, <laughs> "Yes, I know." I that, yeah, I know you and they're saying that. it's going it's going to be yeah. practical with CGI. I, I'm, I'm, I'm like, "Yes, I'm all for the fatalities." Um. Uh, newcomer director Simon McQuaid, um, he's got a tall order. I really hope he can pull this off. I- I'm really looking forward to this. Cool. Yeah, I'm excited for it too, man. I can't wait for it to come out. So, next up is uh, yeah. So, you know, we had a-, a pretty sad weekend in terms of celebrities that we lost. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Regis Philbin. You know, oh. which. You know, I, I grew up watching live that. with Reaches and Kathy Lee and, yep. you know, and, and I had, he had a couple shows before that. I mean, you know, what can you say about this guy? You know, like he's a he, true New Yorker, a true gentleman, uh, uh, an astonishing personality. Yeah. I loved him. Yeah. I mean, you know, even without seeing him, if you just heard his voice and you like yep. heard him talk for a few seconds, you'd know it's him. He's just like one Absolutely. of a kind and he will definitely be missed. Uh, John Saxon, you know, a lot of people may not recognize that name, but uh, you definitely would recognize his face. I mean, he was, he was a big part of like 70s action and horror. Enter the Dragon. In, Enter the Dragon. Um, he was also in Black Christmas. I remember him more Nightmare fondly. Yeah, like like he was the you know he was a police officer in uh, in Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm-hmm. Am I right? Yeah. So so yeah, I'm a little bit younger. Than, I'm I'm a little bit older than you. So yeah. I remember him specifically as uh, Maskatron from uh, the Six Million Dollar Man, which was a show that came. Oh out. yeah, the Bionic Woman spinoff. Yeah, yeah. So he played like this Bionic Man that had the ability to like change his face. He could like like basically yeah. take on the identity of other people. That is who I rem- remember him best as. But I mean, he's had a pretty long-standing career beyond the '70s and '80s up to now, and and uh, he, you know. Yeah, he had an excellent career and, you know, like again, you know, may he rest in peace. Uh, we also lost a, a Hollywood legend, one of the last, actually the last star of classic Hollywood, uh, yeah. Olivia de Havilland. Uh, she passed away this weekend at the age of 104 years old. 
That's you a long good life, it. though. That is incredible. Like, whatever she was doing, I want to be doing. Absolutely. <laughs> so, you know, but she had a she had a phenomenal career, best known for uh, Gone with the Wind. Gone with the Wind, yeah. And 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 lastly, um, one of the founding members of Fleetwood Mac, Peter Green, he passed away. Yeah. Yeah. So so yeah. So they say these things normally come in threes, but in this case, you know, in fours. Yeah, I just got. I'm just want to share a couple of quick memories of uh, Regis and John Saxon real quick before we uh, move on to our last topic. Um, for me, Regis. Um, to me, what Re- what Regis meant to me was. Whenever I was homesick from school or took a day off from school, I would watch Regis. Yep. That and, and the and the um, the Price is Right. That, that's like so. When I think of Regis, I think of being home from school. And my <laughs> other happy memory of Regis is uh, I loved his uh, episode on Seinfeld, where Kramer had the um, the the coffee table book. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. god, that was funny. <laughs> yeah, no, that was Regis, a great Regis was truly one of a kind. And then John Saxon again. Uh, to me, Enter the Dragon may be the most important martial arts action movie of all time. Without Enter the Dragon, there's no blood sport, there's no Mortal Kombat, there's it, there's no Bruce Lee. Like Enter the Dragon was it, and he was he was pivotal in that movie. Opposite, yeah. the, he was so great opposite of Bruce. Um, definitely, I'm definitely going to miss him. And I have my Bruce Lee Criterion collection on the way. Uh, should be arriving in August. Can't wait. Yeah, I'll probably watch Enter the Dragon sometime tonight or tomorrow in honor of John Saxon. He he was he was a great actor. And all right, before we go, so Mark, a quick follow up to last week. Yeah, so last week, you know, as as I was mentioning earlier in the episode, we did a, a special uh, X Men episode, and in that we kind of talked about our top. Well, we ranked our our X-Men movies from number one to number 12. Yeah. And we wound up talking about X-Men Days of Future Past. And Jay kind of mentioned something called the Rogue Cut, which I had never heard of before. And if you didn't hear about it, I'm sure there's a lot of people out there who never heard of it or didn't right. or weren't aware of it. Right. So I managed to, to track this movie down, this version. I watched it. And although there, there are only a few scenes kind of added to it, those scenes sort of change the, you know, they sort of change the, the, the focus of the film somewhat and, and kind of give you a different perspective of what was going on in, in the movie, kind of adds a little bit of depth. I loved it. You know, I, yeah. I, I think that this is the version that they should have released. I'm not sure why they, why they kept Rogue out of it. Yeah, I don't know. I re- yeah, we'll never know. But <laughs> we'll never if you can get your, hand, mean, can get your hands on this version, watch it. Right, right. I mean, it could have been a time thing, or but I, I don't think it's a contractual thing because they wound up eventually releasing it. You know, but at any rate, I really enjoyed it, and I highly recommend other people watch it as well. Absolutely. So I don't know. How'd you like that rapid fire? Whew. How did we a do on tiring. Did we do the thirty? <laughs> did we make the 30 minutes? I'm curious. We went a little bit over, but the fact that we crammed that much in there is pretty damn awesome. 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 So anybody that's listening at home, you know, if you like this format, let us know. You know, yes, please this, let us this know. This was a lot of fun for us. So it was. You know, we're always trying things, you know, trying to do things new. We're trying to figure out you know, what works and what doesn't work. You know, this was a fun episode for us to kind of just rifle through all these different, um, all these different topics. So let us, let us know if you enjoy this, we'll do a little bit more of it. 
Yes, and of course, before we go, we just want, again, final reminder, uh, mark your calendars for Thursday, August 20th at 8 p.m. Master Daniel Piscina joins Nerd Cage Live for a live Q&A. So a golden opportunity. If you're a fan of Mortal Kombat, jump into the chat, ask Master Piscina questions. We're going to be asking questions. We're going to have a lot of fun. We're very much looking forward to having them on. Uh, so we really encourage you to be there, talk about martial arts, Mortal Kombat, and more. It should be an absolute blast. It's going to be a lot of fun. For you guys that do not know, this is the original Scorpion, the original Sub-Zero, Johnny Cage, Reptile. And he helped find. He helped put together Mortal Kombat. He was crucial in the creation of was, the game. Right. He was pivotal in its, in its creation. And so we are honored to have him as a guest. We have a lot of questions for him. We know you guys do too. So make sure that you tune in. Absolutely. So before we go, we pretty please ask you to like, comment, ring that bell, spread this show like fucking syphilis. And so to you, I say from Louisville to Syracuse to all of our friends and fans around the world at Nerd Cage Live, enjoy life, stay safe, and good night. Sayonara. Ooh, trying to get out of the Nerd Cage, are ya? Well... Before you go, hit that subscribe button. And if you're really intrigued, ring that bell. Thank you for dropping by. Until next time, tell everyone you know about Nerd Cage Live!